Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of Good Rid Trends to Bad Garbage or Bad Rubbish. I am Jack. That is how I'm feeling about the year 2021. Uh, and I am joined by special guest co-host, super producer, Becca Ramos. Hello, hello. Welcome. Is this the first time? No, they, they've met you this before, right? second time I'm You've doing on... trends. Okay, And great. then yeah, everyone yeah. will reintroduce during our wonderful holiday episodes. Yeah, yeah. Which are upcoming. This is going to be the last sort of standard uh episode uh that you will be getting of the daily zeitgeist uh but you will be seeing some nice year end some holiday episodes content uh coming your way in the coming days and we are gonna go somewhere and uh i'm just gonna bury myself in my backyard and uh, <laughs> come out uh, of my cocoon in the new year Let's uh, tell the people some of the things that are trending. We're actually going to use this uh, to, um, you know, we promised that we would watch House of Gucci, talk about House of Gucci. Jamie Loftus was supposed to come on uh, and then, you know, realized that she had to write uh, Santa University and many other things. Uh, earlier, we were going to talk about House of Gucci, but we just never got around to it. But we are fortunate to have you uh, and me Two people who have seen House of Gucci. And we, we just want to talk about it because I think it is, there's something unique about this movie. It's not like uniquely good or uniquely bad. So we talked previously about how Andrew T, the week that it came out, uh, had told Miles, uh, given him a very ambiguous recommendation. He was like, I'm not sure if it's a comedy, uh, but you should definitely <laughs> see it. And... I have now seen it and I don't know how to like talk about this movie. I think the performances are both bad and also like their own type of art that I really enjoyed while watching them. I don't know what, like what are, what were your thoughts? What was, what was your experience? I really liked the movie, but I will never see it again because it was too long. They probably could have cut <laughs> a whole hour out of the movie. My boyfriend and I went and saw it. He picked like a 9.40 p.m. show because we were both working late and we didn't get out till like 1 a.m. And that was that was just too much for me personally. A little yeah. long. Yeah. But I wouldn't say it was a comedy, but some of the roles, a.k.a. Uh, What's-His-Face, who... Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Uh, you know, he definitely took it to a comedy route that we didn't need that. But Lady Gaga's performance, it was worth it. It was worth to see Lady Gaga do the role. She really worked for it. She's like trying to earn that Oscar, even though no one in that movie will let her have that Oscar because they did <laughs> so poorly. But I felt like she was an absolutely incredible and enjoyable performance. And she was in a movie that I feel like nobody else was. It was like, she was like, this is a drama. I'm taking this seriously. I studied this role. I'm Italian. And then everybody yeah. else in the movie was like, we're having fun in Italy. Gucci. <laughs> yeah. We are, and we're doing different. more of a thing of like people being Italian for Halloween yes. more so than like a serious study. Uh, yeah. I mean, Pacino was really, I I'm going to say, I, I think there were good performances and I even enjoyed Jared Leto's performance because it is absurd. Uh, it is. <laughs> I, I like when a dumb guy plays a dumb guy. Uh, yeah. I've always felt like Jared Leto like doesn't want to embrace his inner dumb guy. And it did feel like this was 
appropriate, tragic, pathetic, but the the whole thing, it, like even Adam Driver's performance, which I've heard a lot of people describe as bad, it was like very very watchable for me. Yeah. I would say you believe them as a couple, you know, you believe Lady Gaga's story. I just wish, I felt like there was just like a lot of dead air the last hour of the movie. Like they could have taken that last hour and done something else with the storyline. I felt like we built up and it was such a slow build and we could have probably cut that build in half and done way Mm. more of the trial. Like, I feel like we just like came to the movie you know, at the end, it's like her finally getting sentenced, but it's like, we didn't have any interview scenes. We didn't have any, like, what was the trial intense? Like it, it just, it felt very, like it fell on its face a little bit. Yeah. The hour. ending. I think that's a great note, Becca. I think you are right. Uh, it is a, it's a really wild, like true story that I didn't, it's like one of those things where I was like, how did I not know this was happening as it was happening? I'm older than you. So like, I should have been aware of this. Like you were probably weren't born yet, but like, I'm glad I got to see it dramatized. But like the question of like, did they do a good job? Is it a good movie? Uh, I've like never felt less capable of answering those very basic questions about a movie. I also don't like those questions about movies though. I've always said like, I think like the, was it good? Like thumbs up, thumbs downing of movies. That's like besides the that's beside the point. Like I, I just like watching movies. I don't really care how like as long as they're successful at doing something to me. And I feel like this is very successful in that. Yeah, it's like I had a good time. I definitely like don't regret seeing the movie. I yeah. enjoyed watching it. Like I just it's not gonna be a repeat on my roster for sure. Right, like right. it's it was super long. But mm-hmm. yeah, I agree with you. I don't know if they did a good job or not because A, I didn't know enough about the original story. Like I felt like it wasn't as sensationalized as maybe when Ryan Murphy did um the Johnny Versace story right, for the right. American crime stories. And it felt like in the same vein, and I kinda I guess walked into it assuming it would be as like dramatic as intense as that even though like obviously ryan murphy had nothing to do with this production but yeah it it definitely i was expecting something else i think out of the movie but enjoyed it nonetheless yeah and it it is like gucci is an omnipresent brand uh tom ford is a name that i like certainly had heard a number of times but like i didn't know it like fills in yeah it like fills in a chunk of like culture of like stuff that i see all over the place it like gives me a little backstory so i I did love whoever they brought in i know nothing about tom ford besides the name tom ford but i did love like that arc of the storyline i thought he was fun you know as someone from texas i like had no idea that tom ford was like from austin and like that kind of pizzazz i thought that was a fun twist to the storyline but yeah agree all right. Speaking of things that uh, I would recommend knowing fully well that a lot of people won't like them. Uh, <laughs> I did uh, get to try as and uh, Jamie Loftus also got to try at our uh, holiday lunch. A Mountain Dew gingerbread cookie uh, oh, flavor. Man. I'm sure they have like some extreme name for it. That's not Mountain Dew gingerbread cookie, uh, but it's something. Uh, let, let me figure it out. But it's a. Uh, unsuccessful i would say um but also (laughs) like it delivers on everything you would ginger okay you ready for what the extreme title is i need to hear this yes mountain dew gingerbread snapped (laughs) 
like ginger snaps. <laughs> yeah, like ginger snaps, but also like a like axe murderer. Like <laughs> that's it, like snapped. Uh, or I guess like people when they do well in sports, people are like, oh, he snapped. Uh, but it's also, uh, you know, they are referencing people going uh, on a murder spree. Uh, but all right. That's one way to be extreme. It could use a little bit more bite, could use a little more uh, spicy uh, ginger flavor, but I applaud Mountain Dew. It does deliver on the thing that all Mountain Dew, uh, you know, variants uh, seem to do, which is uh, so filled with sugar that it actually becomes like it starts like tingling your throat a little bit and be- oh, becomes its own form of spicy. So, yeah. Uh, highly recommend both of those things. Go watch House of Gucci while pounding some gingerbread snapped. <laughs> or don't do I'm not that. a soda soda fan, so you know you Nor guys try you it uh, yeah. at your own volition. But I definitely will be uh, sticking to my water uh, for the mm. holidays, staying hydrated out here. There you go. Um, and then also, uh. Uh, mansion killed Bill Back Better. Less important news than House of Gucci and Mountain Dew gingerbread <laughs> snapped. Uh, yeah, he demanded like means testing, tying age to like work requirements, all that Clintonian, you know, sh- center Democrat shit that we've seen repeatedly not work. Um, you know, putting the labor of the bureaucracy onto you know, the poor or anyone looking for help from a social safety net. He also, uh, though, seems to always kill or oppose climate change legislation. Uh, and uh, th- he does this while, you know, getting rich off of making money off of pollution. It's like the uh, a reference that everyone will get. It's like the bad guy in Karate Kid 3. Everyone knows that, right? Uh, No, but in that movie, like there's a part where they are trying to make it clear that someone's a bad guy. He's taking a a cell phone call in a hot tub and uh, we join him mid conversation as he's like, they can't tell me where I can and can't dump toxic sludge and then like hangs up on the person. And that's like their shorthand for like, Hey, this guy might be a bad guy. (laughs) He might might be evil, crazy. Right. (laughs) Um, And so uh, mansion uh, has a family owned business uh, that has made a small fortune selling waste coal from abandoned mines to heavily polluting power plants in the state. So yeah, that's, he's like, selling pollution to make pollution (laughs) like that's what that's his business model um and we still let him be like the most important person in congress um i love that for us i love that for uh the united states of america here but the new york times uh you know did a pretty like damning look at his record a couple days back um but the thesis statement is still worded uh as Uh, But left almost unsaid was the issue that has always propelled his political career as a Democratic maverick, colon, climate change. Like, oh, he's a maverick Democrat propelled by a strong stance on climate change. It's not like they're like trying to hide the truth. It's just like they're so... They just can't... I don't know. Their brains... They're so centrist that they can't just like call it for what it is. You know, I think it's the... 
age old issue with journalism as it stands right now of trying to be neutral in the same conversation of telling the truth, but cause the truth is in reality, something is bad objectively and something is good objectively, but they don't want to acknowledge that as journalism. They want to acknowledge that like, Oh, we can just stay neutral. And that's the truth. Right. Joe Manchin, our hero. Uh, if he lets <laughs> us go through, uh, all right, let, us take a quick break and we will be right back and we're back uh and new york city uh is trying to pay people again uh for getting boosters uh that's right they're trying to bribe you into uh getting bill gates's vaccine um <laughs> Yeah, $100. Yeah, it's okay. kind of wild. Yeah, they did this um, at the beginning of COVID vaccines, right? They were giving, I think, like $100 to $200 a person to get vaccinated. But I find it interesting. I I live in New York uh, currently, and I got this text. I think it's the 692692 has been the New York City government COVID updates text. Mm. And they... I feel like are trying to promote this hundred dollars because New York is like on fire right now because uh, of uh, Omicron. But I don't feel like this is going to solve the problem. Just like it didn't, you know, beforehand because 80% of New York, I think. And I mean, don't quote me on that. That's probably a step that needs to be double checked, but a lot of New York city is vaccinated. It's, it's more, they need to shut down. Like New York needs to stop letting people in bars. Yeah. Like the the vaccine part isn't gonna help. They need to to stop the restaurants. Yeah, they probably do. I'm all for very basic things like we'll we'll give you a hundred dollars uh, when people won't do the thing that will save people's lives. Uh, and I'm I'm assuming it would help a little bit to get everybody vaccinated, but yeah, they probably need to shut the fuck down. Absolutely. Uh, go get vaccinated. Go get boosts. That's not me. I'm just being jaded in the sense. No, we that, get like, it. You're an anti-vaxxer, Becca. I, like you don't you know, have to reverse course just cause, uh, I got that J and J and I've been told that people, you know, that I'm not really vaccinated, but I got boosted. Okay. There you I go. Got okay. So okay. also by J and J. Or what are we talking? <laughs> no, they don't. I don't think they're even letting J and I do booster. I think they're like, Honey, we made a mistake approving mm. that one. You must get <laughs> Pfizer, Moderna. <laughs> and I got Pfizer. That okay? was our bad. <laughs> uh, like, my bad for letting you think you were safe with J&J. Yeah, yeah. You got to get the Pfizer, Moderna. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, you know, everybody in New York, please, please, please stay safe. Uh, you know, it's it's wild out there. It really seems to be just like tearing through the population. Uh, hope Hope you guys are all uh, vaccinated and have access to whatever that medication is that you can take once you get COVID to make sure that your symptoms aren't severe. Right. That was a thing. I feel like I'm not hearing that much about that right now, but like, yeah, I wasn't sure if it was in like FDA testing. I don't know if it was oh, like on the right. market, but it yeah. definitely was something they were trying to figure out. It was like Tamiflu, but for COVID. Yeah. And I think it'll be a big game changer, obviously, for those who aren't able to get vaccinated or, you know, maybe believe in Tamiflu more than they believe in vaccines. I don't yeah, know. We're on top of it. Like, I mean, if you get COVID, just throw everything at it, you know? Yeah, uh, absolutely. 
That's right, though. They they are still rolling out their marketing campaign around it. <laughs> that would be funny if that's what was holding it up. They were like in marketing meetings. Like, we just can't come like, up with the right name for it. How do we market this? Yeah. Uh, so uh, student debt is trending. Uh, what's that? What's everybody complaining about, Becca? What's going Hashtag on here? Hashtag cancel student debt. I'm in camp oh. cancel student debt. But basically, there was a... Uh, I don't know if it was a press conference, but news was released that um, Joe Biden is extending the student debt relief through May 2021. So you don't have to start paying back your federal student loans until May. But it has started the course of conversation of if you can have pushed back student loans for almost two years now, then why can't you just cancel student debt? Like this has been, this was something on his platform. So many like leftist people are incredibly frustrated with Joe Biden in his lack of accountability for, you know, doing the things that he promised on his campaign trail. And also, you know, this is a very centrist choice to make, but, and, and people like Senator Warren, you know, said she fought to, you know, get this, uh, you know, motion passed, but that she's not going to stop the fight for pushing for full student debt cancellation. So hopefully, fingers crossed that in May, we'll hear better news about canceling student debt, but at least you can feel a little bit of relief until then that, you know, you don't have to pay back your loans. Rebecca, how would you having your student loan debt canceled be fair to me, an aging boomer (laughs) who paid $50 to go to a private school in the early 60s? Um, literally i i am someone who is in student loan debt it has not crippled my finances luckily but it is something that like weighs on my soul personally and i think it's so frustrating and dumb that we let children i mean 17 year olds make decisions about their future i wish someone had slapped me on the wrist and said hey go to community college and then transfer to a four-year you know school and you would be in like probably $70,000 less debt than you are now. And no one tells you those things. They just let you sign on the dotted line, your life away for the rest of your life. That's why we here at the daily zeitgeist recommend Prager university. (laughs) Also like kind of along the same lines, we got Jen Saki, a hero to uh, the cricket media listeners of the world, basically being like, what are we supposed to do? Send everyone in America a fucking test? Like, get out of my face with this shit. Like, think about how much that would cost. It's just like, oh, that's that's not your job to think about how much that would cost. That's your it's your job to like do important work for people when they need you to do that important work. Well, and it's also like you know, we aren't charging for the vaccines, right? Like those are free. And in New York City's case, they are literally paying you to get vaccinated. And I did a drive-through test here in Texas yesterday and it was free. Um, And, you know, it was easy because no one's trying to get tested in Texas, but in places like New York City, where like people are trying to stay safe and do the right thing and get tested, it's three hour wait lines in city MD three hour wait lines, anywhere you go, like it's absolutely insane. And it is only right in the public health crisis that you would just like send all those people tests, especially if we're not charging for, you know, the vaccines and depending on where you go, like, it's like, if you want to get a rapid test from target, it's like $25. And like, if you can even get it, like it's 25 to a hundred dollars and you have to take time out of your day to find it. Like, Either way, this is costing America so much money to try to just get tested and do the right 
thing for like the public health to get tested. It's yeah. insane. It is truly, uh, doesn't make sense. I was literally had the thought like last week I was thinking, wait, how is the government not just sending everyone a test right now? We know this is coming. We know like that everybody's going to be needing tests. We're seeing like long lines to get tests. Like how, how is this not something we're prepared for? I'm ready to just send this shit out. Uh, and we have our answer because, uh, sarcasm and mm, cost too much. Uh, so yeah, fuck, fuck it all. Um, there was an update though, that it says the federal government next month will start mailing at home COVID tests for free for any U S household that requests one. But like you just said, Jack, next month seems a little late, Mm. uh, for the giant outbreak that's coming from the east coast that is swiftly going to move across the country and again Uh, you know it's like her tone did not suggest this was something that was under consideration and absolutely uh, she wasn't like yeah okay what are we going to do send all the tests right now next month obviously that's what we're planning to do but right now (laughs) come on um all right. Well, we have a, a story about Wheel of Fortune, which has been trending. But you know what? We are going to hold that for 2022. Uh, <laughs> so you have to wait a couple weeks to find out what we uh, what we're thinking about 2022. We are done uh, recording for about a week and a half. Uh, we have some really fun holiday episodes coming up and then next week, some year end episodes. And uh, we think you're going to really enjoy those. Uh, we will miss you. Uh, but we will also just, uh, be resting and come back rejuvenated. Um, so I think that is going to do it for, uh, the daily zeitgeist, the regular episodes from the year 2021. Uh, we're back tomorrow uh with holiday content next week with year-end content uh the week after that back on it the tuesday after that don't be hitting me on the third we're taking the monday of the the third off so uh leave us alone but we're back on the fourth we're making some predictions for the year uh very fun episodes uh and then back after that uh miles in the house again (laughs) so until then be kind to each other be kind to yourselves get a test get the vaccine if if you you haven't already stay in the house stay in the house wear a mask don't do nothing about white supremacy and we will talk to y'all uh in 2022 bye bye